Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, everyone. This is Ryan Cote with the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Today, I have with me Lance Gollenhorst. Hey, Lance. Hey, good morning, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing good. It's a beautiful day in New Jersey. Got 10,000 steps in this morning uh, with my wife before my workday started. So it's always a good way to start. It was a good way to start the day. So why don't you tell everyone what you do and what you enjoy doing, like what your interests and hobbies are? First and foremost, I'm a, I'm a dad and a husband. I've got a bunch of kids. I've got, uh, I'm a 48-year-old guy, but I've got uh, younger kids. I have twin boys that are six starting kindergarten here next week. And that'll be interesting in this world of COVID. And a two-year-old and then a six-week-year-old, six-week-old daughter. When I'm not chasing kids around, I work for a company called Zillion, and uh, Zillion's a, uh, an Austin, Texas-based company. We work with a lot of uh, manufacturers and distributors, and and help them make smarter decisions around their commercial strategies, so pricing decisions and um, how to grow their business by better serving their customers. And what do you do for fun? This sounds counterintuitive, but it's it's spending time with my family. I try to find as many activities as I can that I can stack together. That are things I enjoy, but I can also do with my family. As you can imagine, with uh, as many children as we have, time is short. It's about my most scarce resource, so finding things to do. So I spend a lot of time with my two-year-old pretending I'm a bear and uh, <laughs> throwing the ball around with my, my, my older kids, hop on a bike when we can, or uh, you know, try to get to the pool. Trying to do things that keep, take care of myself and drive functional fitness are really important. I want to be as functional as I can for as as long as I can as my kids you know get older. And so if I can find things that are active to do with them that that help me stay in shape, those are things I like to do. I see. Are you saying you do bear crawls as a way to have fun with your kids, but also work out at the same time? Exactly. That's a great idea. I haven't done many bear crawls. Huh. They tend to they tend to wreck my shoulders a little bit, but that probably means I need to work on them a little more. That's genius. You're giving me flashbacks. Before COVID, I used to I join a I, I belonged to a boxing gym by my office, and um, that was part of their torture was doing bear crawls on the mat. So that was always a lot of fun. I guess very functional in terms of fitness. I want to talk about your morning routine. But before we started recording, you were talking about you know part of your routine is fitness, and you mentioned kettlebells. Yeah, I'm also a big fan of kettlebells. You mentioned another exercise that you do. Not that this is a fitness. Not that this is a fitness podcast, but Health, personal development, it's all kind of intertwined. You mentioned you do an exercise with the, with the kettlebell. What, what was it? Probably my favorite exercise. I do these almost every day. It's a, it's a Turkish get-up. And um, I, I keep kettlebell. I work from home. I'm in my office right now. And um, I'm looking over at my kettlebells. I keep, I keep them around. So there, there's two kettlebell exercises that I, I do. One is a set of kettlebell swings. I'll do 10 sets of 10 and I always try to keep my between sets. I let my heart rate drop down between below 110 beats per minute. So the goal isn't to get tired. It's just to, to work that posterior chain. And then, um, Turkish get-ups. It's probably worth hopping online. If you, if you're, uh, and, and Googling Turkish get-up to get, to get a tutorial, but effectively what you do, you lay on your back flat on the ground, take a kettlebell, extend your arm, straight out in front of your chest. So it's perpendicular. Your, your elbow is locked. And then you go from that laying down position 
to a standing up position with the kettlebell extended over your head, like the Statue of Liberty. And so there's a, a series of moves you need to make with your body while you're keeping this locked that your elbow locked out and this kettlebell weight above your head. I've worked myself up to, I'm doing you know, a 53 pound kettlebell is what I'm lifting over my head. It's taken me a while to work my way up there. But as you can imagine, moving from that on flat on your back position through position where you're, you're sitting up to getting a, getting a, you know, a leg up and then into a stepping, a step up position, it works every muscle in my body. Yeah, I bet. And then once you get from that, that standing up position to finish that rep, you have to, you get back down to that laying on the, on the ground position. So you have to reverse the process to get down. So, you know, I'll do, like I said, the kettlebell swings, which effectively is five swings with my right arm and five swings with my left alternating. And then I'll follow that with the, the Turkish get up, which is also 10, 10 repetitions. And I'll do a five with the right arm and five with the left. It's fantastic. It's something I can do in my, my office. The only thing it really you need is, you know, a ceiling that's higher than you can reach over your head. Otherwise, you know, you might have a, but I don't know many people that live in houses that they can't, you know, they can touch the ceiling. True. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that's impressive though. You know, I have a 50 pound kettlebell and I don't, I definitely don't think I can lift that above my head and then stand up with it. Not to mention that if I dropped it, it would go smashing into my face but I guess you work up to it for those listening. You know, if you're looking to add fitness to your morning routine, your personal development, the kettlebell makes it very easy. It's a, so you just need this piece of iron and you can do a lot with it. You know, I always find that simple is better. And so definitely appreciate you sharing that. So there's a book, the routine that I do, I got out of a book, I forget the author's name. It's called simple and sinister. It's fantastic. And there, it gives you the whole scoop behind the philosophy, the, the benefit of it, and and most importantly, some of the routines you can program for yourself. Great, yeah, we'll definitely link that up into the in the show notes. You said it was simple and sinister. Thanks for sharing that. Why don't we? So we got a little kind of a glimpse into your morning routine. What are the full elements? Like, what does your morning look like? How do you start the day off in the right foot? Yeah, there's a handful of things I try to do every day, and if I can load them early in the day, I do. Having you know, young children with the youngest being youngest two being six weeks old and a two-year-old, oftentimes the routine gets thrown off. But I try to accomplish a handful of things every day. The ones I consistently do first are spending a little bit of time doing a Bible study. And I, I just follow, I follow um, Adam Wainwright. Walking with Waino is his guided Bible study. It's a path to read some Old Testament, New Testament, and then either Proverbs or Psalms every morning and get through the entire Bible in, in the course of a year. And it's something I've never done. And um, I started in January and it's, it's been a really great way to start my day and something I can see myself continuing forever. It's, it's, it's great. And then the other piece is um, just doing some reading. I always try to have a, a book or two going. So, you know, these days I wake up around five and I grab my six week old, give my wife a break. She's been up a lot of the night feeding and trying to, and get, get the little girl to go to sleep and I'll grab her and go to a different room and sit in a chair and I'll, I can you know, use my, my phone or my iPad and I can do my Bible study and, and I can, I can read. So those are, those are two things. And then the other things I try to sprinkle throughout the day, I usually can't get done is I try to make a phone call. I try to make one phone call to a, a family member or, or friend and try to do that every day. Um, whether it's my, one of my brothers or my mom or, or my dad, or, or maybe an extended family member. 
but that's been an important part to me that you know, doing that on a regular basis or a daily basis has made a difference. There's the kettlebell routine. I do Monday through Friday. And then um, the other part of my routine is I've, I kind of, I build a, a little bit of a gamification for my, for work. As I said, I'm in, I'm in sales. You know, I help companies make some pretty significant decisions about investing in, in software to help their business. And it's a complex process. And there's a lot of, a lot of stakeholders that are part of making that decision. And so, you know, I've got a list of a handful of things that are really important for me to keep top of mind and actions to take. And so I give myself points um, for accomplishing those. And I try to score, you know, four points every single day um, to make sure I'm keeping on track of the things that are important for enabling my prospects and customers to, to make decisions, which help my helps. You know, if I'm, if I'm able to help my company help our customers, um, no, that, that helps everybody win. I love the idea of the checklist of the things you want to, that you want to accomplish at work. It actually kind of segues me into my, my next question. I was going to ask you about the perfect day. Cause I kind of have my elements of a perfect day that I like to check off, you know, like spending time with my kids, um, just certain things I like to do throughout the day. Do you have a perfect day? You said you work from home. So I'm sure you, um, um, you see your family a lot, but what does your perfect day look like? You know, every day has a little bit of a different flavor for me. Uh, my perfect day is productive. You know, with I'm not sure if you can hear the sound, but I've got kids outside my door right now, and uh, my door doesn't have a lock. So the other use for my kettlebells is uh, I use it as a doorstop, so it, it it keeps the kids from barging in. And um, <laughs> my perfect day is is spending uh, you know a, uh, an hour holding my my newborn daughter, you know, playing with the two year old. When he wakes up at seven, we kind of play. You know, two-year-olds have great imagination, so we play and we have fun. His older brothers wake up, we have some breakfast, and then by by eight o'clock, I get in my office and and I try to make my day as productive and effective as I possibly can, um, so I can accomplish accomplish the things I need to do, score those those points in my system, and be at a spot where I can wrap up so I can fully give attention back to my my family when I walk out the door. And believe me, they're they're waiting outside the door by the time five or six o'clock rolls around. And then we <laughs> used to try cool. to get outside. I live here in Minnesota. So the, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time outside in the summer and um, it's a little trickier in the winter. There's different types of activities and little kids. We spend more time inside, but and, you know, it's, it's family in the morning, hammering work and, and getting as much done as I possibly can focusing on the most, you know, the most value added things. And then, you know, trying to have my, wrap that up and, and focus on family. And then I usually, after the kids go back, go to bed around 10, I usually hop on and take 30 minutes just with the goal of making sure my inbox is empty so I can start the next day fresh and get a good night's sleep without worrying about open items. Yeah. It's nice having a, a clean inbox. I'm picturing you with holding your newborn doing, doing squats. You're talking about injecting fitness into your routine with your kids. You could do like wall squats and squats, but you're holding yeah. your daughter, you know? That functional fitness is is important, really important to me. I'm a I can't remember if I mentioned this or not, but I'm a I'm a 48 year old man with my oldest two boys are twins. They're six, and my youngest is you know, was just born last month. And uh, so it's really important for me to make sure I'm incorporating and thinking about ways that every day do things that give me strength through range of motion, so I can be as functional as I can and and be active as long as I can in this body because my kids are going to be more active and I need to find a way to keep up with them. I love that. I love the whole idea of functional fitness. I think that's, 
I think that's really key. With Morning Upgrade, it's a personal development podcast. So the people that I interview are usually growth minded, growth mindset. And it's funny, like in all these interviews, it's always relationships are always a very common theme. So I think that's something to pull that I'm starting to pull from doing these interviews. It's all about relationships, especially now more than ever. I got one more question for you and then we'll wrap this up and you can tell everyone how they can uh, connect with you. So you're in sales, you said, and I'm just wondering like, how does your, and I do sales too. So I know like sometimes it's very hard. It's easy to get into slumps and you know, what have you. How does your personal development and mindset help you with your sales? Like, have you ever had to face any hard situations and you know, how did you handle it? What comes to mind? One area people sometimes get hung up if you're not in sales is still feels like to a lot of folks as the brand of trying to trick people into doing something right. So for, for your own selfish interest. And, and that's absolutely not the case, right? The thing that it, it makes me so excited. I love about what I do is I get to work with a bunch of different companies in different industries. I focus on a certain area that I can, I can pick up patterns and I can help start to connect the dots for companies that are their own unique snowflakes, but have similar attributes to others. And, um, and really, if I'm finding ways to, to help solve their challenges and help enable a decision to, to potentially invest in a product like ours, that's a huge win for them. So I, my, the thing that I love about sales is I get to do something different every day. I have the chance to influence without authority and I get to help people. And so you know, to get back to your question, there are times that's challenging, challenging, right? Because what I do or what I'm trying, how I'm trying to add value, isn't isn't the best thing for everybody to do, and they're not everybody is a customer. So taking the time to to find the right people and get some time. Um, there's a lot of noise out there. Everyone's competing for everyone's mind share, and uh, it can be challenging. Challenging. So there's some there are, there are ups and downs, and the 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 thing for me that I keep going back to, I've recognized the older I've gotten that greatness isn't something you do one time where it's like this brilliant flash. For me and the way I'm successful and the way I can be successful and help my company be successful and teach my kids to be successful, it's being good. It's being good and executing really well every single day. And if I'm good and I'm good and I'm good and I'm good, the results are going to be great. And so getting back to the process, finding the right things that are important that make the biggest difference for me and the actions I take um, are where I'm always going back and looking and trying to find ways to do, to do good a little bit better. I really resonated with that answer. That was really good. Um, all right. Well, thanks for being on the show. What's the best way that people can connect with you if they want to reach out to you and, and connect? Probably LinkedIn. If you just search Lance Gollinghorst on LinkedIn, Gollinghorst is G-O-L. I-N-G-H-O-R-S-T. Just shoot me a message and connect. Glad to chat. Glad to talk. Always looking for people to share ideas with. Great. Thanks, Lance. Thanks for being on the show. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Lance. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.